0: star like, clearly on top.
1: Arcadia Queen is running on. 200 to go. Russian Camelot has a race. Arcadia Queen coming at Russian Camelot. Russian Camelot, Arcadia Queen. Arcadia Queen first looking is going to turn over. Russian Camelot. Arcadia Queen a Russian Camelot. I remember watching it back. Clinton. This bike might not be pretty smart. I think. and The sun goes for the lead at the 200 meters, put a length and a half, two legs, and extends the autumn. G'day, legends, and welcome back to another episode of the Second Again Racing Podcast. It's a big, big week. We've got day one of the championships, and you know what? I've got some nice news for you regarding that, but I'm going to say good day to my good friend Jackson. He's next to me. He's to the left of me. How are you?
0: Ned, day one of the championships. Wow. Sun shining. Beautiful weather. Long weekend coming up next week. I want to start the podcast, though, Ned. I've got some apologies to hand out. Right? Ooh. And I'm not a man that goes back on my word very much. <laughs> ben Mellon. I'm looking straight into my imaginary camera, mate. Okay. I know you don't listen to this podcast, mate. It's okay. We don't mind. I've given you a fair bit of stick over the time. I'm going to apologize, mate. Wow. You are airborne. I've made some cash off you as well, so maybe I'm talking out of my pocket marginally. That's okay. But, mate, you are airborne. Cascadian, what you need, winners all over the joint, but not sit and steer jobs. He's had to sort of weave through the field and and make his own passage, so absolute respect for him especially in the the last three or four weeks with jockeys going down, taking gaps
1: and that sort of shit. He's still going for it. Benny Mellon, I sincerely apologize. Wow. I wasn't (laughs) expecting that. Can I just say, it's a real coming-of-age moment for you. I've never seen you do that. You're one that does like to stick to your sort of guns, Mm -hmm. and it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, you'll find a hole. I think it's a bit of a coming-of-age. Well, I've made amends with
0: Willie Pike as well, so I'm just going to tick the list off. Hugh Bowman, you're next, mate, so i am <laughs> wait for you to have a winner, um, and we'll go from there, but yeah, I think I think so, mate, I think I'm slowly maturing, and understanding that uh, what these guys do is very fucking hard.
1: It's good to hear, mate, it's really good to hear, I don't think any of these blokes will want to come on the podcast still, because of the clippings we've given them, but um, <laughs> it's nice that you're trying to make amends. Um now, the weekend that was, uh, obviously, we actually had a bit of a fill up ourselves tipping wise. So, Friday night filled up half the card we tipped on our Instagram. So, hopefully, you're following there. Mm. Um, highlighted by willing winning the William Reed by a length or so. Fantastic. Can't believe they gave us $3. Oh. Just sickening.
0: Opie and what a ride. Unbelievable. They obviously went pretty ballistic um, over the first four, six hundred, with a few on pace runners just going berserk. But Opie Boston just kept his his horse out of trouble, looped the field and was just too good in the end. Belenipatina just loves a flash home. She's doesn't good, she? mate. Especially at the Valley. She's such an honest horse. He thought it was going to go past her. But, and we spoke about this before the race, Imperatrice coming from 1,300 back to 1,200, always had that little bit left in the locker. Yep. Perfect setup for her, perfect ride and got the chocolates. Second again gets the cash.
1: Cash was there. Um, just on Bellini Patino, she's such a group one and a half horse. Like, <laughs> group two and a half? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry, sorry. She's just not quite a group one horse, but she's better than two. Like, I just. Uh, it's hard. It's very tough, but she, hopefully she gets one one day. Um, speaking of New Zealand horses, gee, this thing goes pretty good. Mm. Prowess, Jeez, binary stud. Geez. This is the best. Group one field you've ever seen. Ooh, and you know what? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about it before the podcast, mate. I might
0: just bring it up now. We wonder why these cults are so elusive. When these cults come around, it's like the Loch Ness Monster, right? And it's half the reason why Anim- Animo is such a phenomenon. Just because he's still a cult, he's still got his agates there. Agates are there. It's unbelievable. The reason why it's so difficult to get a cult is because for whatever reason, we dish up all these races tailored to fillies. Mm. Fillies only. You never see a Colts only race or Geldings only. It's always the fillies. And the result is shit like this when you get out in trip. Not um, pissing on anything outside of the leader, right? Because Prowess was too good. Yep. Much too good for that. But the horses in behind, are we serious that was a group one? Mm. Like, we were talking about it before, that sole choice that came out of a...
1: Oh, whatever on. it
0: was, coming straight into a group one and was in the market. It's just ridiculous. And I'm, again, we don't like to shit on anyone, but... We found the chocolate, so it's we, we made yeah. some money, mate. That's the main thing. That's all you can do when this shit comes up. But we wonder why these colts come They have three, four, five big wins, and you never see them again. I don't blame yep. these trainers and owners. Yeah,
1: for sure. It was definitely not a vintage edition of the Vinery start. It was nowhere near that. But Prowess yep. is definitely a needle in the haystack there. She's very, very yep. good. yeah. Um, tough horse. Oh. So... Nice win there. Um, moving to the other group one in Sydney, Arapaho, another really good win um, that was in the Tanker Group one as well. Um, did you take anything out of the race or is it another one of those races where you sort of, ah, it is what it is? It's a tough
0: one. The the flashing lighting behind was Cleveland, um, mm-hmm. which was first up McAvoy's ride. It's now the favourite uh, for the Sydney Stakes, <laughs> Sydney, Sydney Cup, sorry, next week. Yeah, yep, yep. Over 3,200. It did look like a horse that was going to get up in trip. Montefilia was the one that was flashing home that we were obviously on, that's yeah. a bit of a pain point good backing from 5 into about, I think it was 380 in the end, something real short, looked like she was going to go past Arapahoe, but Arapahoe is just too tough, just kicked in, had that rock hard fitness and hats off to Bjorn Baker, he's just prepared this thing to the absolute minute, so congratulations yeah. to him deserved win, but Montefilia I'm just a little bit concerned about going up to 3200 now, because I know that last week was their grand
1: final I don't know what they're going to do with her. I assume they're just going to do it anyway, but yeah, I'd rather see them not. Um, And then the last one, which is a very, very nice one to finish on. I cannot believe they gave us $4 for this horse. Like He had bad luck. It was almost a horror show because he was tucked in behind all these runners. This is Cascadium I'm talking about in the Australian Cup. Tucked in behind, never looked like he was going to get out, and then once out, did exactly what you thought he'd do. Oh. Smash the line. This horse was just a class above these oh. runners. Four dollars, but laid near. It wasn't four dollars where he just held
0: his mark. He was three twenty, three thirty, and they just kept laying him out. I do think that it's speed pattern related because the market often gravitates to horses that find themselves up on speed mm. it, for whatever yes. reason. That's just what they like to gravitate to. But being Flemington, the horses. 95% of the time get their chance yeah. and when that's the case, the best horse wins Cascadian was by far the best horse in this race like I say, back to Ben Mellum, he just waited his time he didn't He didn't rush the job he just waited for the gap to, gap to open and when it did, the horse wanted it took it, and you saw that bold face coming through and just flashed home beat him by a length in the end was only out for 150
1: metres mm. super smart unbelievable it's good to see a couple of jockeys at the moment obviously a few are out um, but it's good to see guys like Ben Mellum and then even Dean Holland on In Secret wearing the Godolphin blue, winning group ones. Why not share the love around a little bit? Mm. Why not share the love around? Mm. Obviously, when these guns come back, like Jamie and Craig and whatnot, they'll take their silks back, no doubt. <laughs> but it is good to see. Why yeah, not?
0: Absolutely. Look, on the, on the trainer's side as well, it's obviously great for the jockeys. On the trainer's side, I want to go back to Bjorn Baker. He's a local trainer. I know he's a Kiwi, but he's a local trainer. He trains out of Warwick Farm. You know, you see Godolphin with, you know, the Sheik winning Australian Cups, winning our feature races. It is good to see Bjorn and and his local stable winning a big
1: group one down in Tancred. For sure. Um, Look, keeping it real simple this week, we're going races one to 10, and we're keeping it at Randwick. We didn't even have a look at Bendigo. In fact, I've deleted it from my sports bet. It just is not. It's not possible to have a bet there this weekend. I'm a bigger chance a little bit later on in the day when we head west. Um, but look, I want to start with race number one. So yep. let's kick it off in the kindergarten. It's over 1100 meters. Top of the market, we got Libertad. It's four dollars. Then we got Barber four twenty. Uh Saltair is six fifty with introducing at nines. Zolficar is ten dollars with remedies. Tumblings there at eleven's Godfather thirteens, then Floodway twenty three's destructive Diva thirty ones, more than a star ninety ones, and Rimboard is for one fifty one. Just quickly, Ned, so track is currently a six Ah, track
0: bugger. It's all right mate, i got your back. It was a soft six early this morning. It's already had an upgrade. It's obviously a stunning day today um, for anyone that got outside their air-conditioned office. Um, Not including myself. You haven't left? No. Um, Soft five at the moment, and with more sunshine predicted tomorrow, don't be surprised to see an upgrade early in the morning, and we're racing on a good four with the Rail True, which is what you want on a feature race day, mate. Oh, isn't it? You know, it bars you up, that sort of shit, so... No excuses from a punting standpoint. It's all about just finding your best horses and and really stepping in when you find your bets. Because across a 10 race car, there's not going to be seven or eight bets. You're going to need to really pick your moments. For this race, Ned, so Floodway goes forward with Rimbo, Remedies, Introducing, and Zulfacar. Um, A couple of Godolphin runners in there. They're going to press on as well. Barber's the interesting one. Got that middle draw. Where do they get to? It's obviously the one with the form on the board. But I think the market's got it right. I half expected it to see it come up a bit shorter, mm. but I think the market's got it right there at around the 450 mark. The one that I want to have a small bet on that, and, and like I say, back to picking your moments, this is probably not it, but just a small bet to hopefully go each way and get a bit of bank going is Saltair, I really like the trial. It's obviously dodged the slipper or wasn't able to get the prize money to get in, but it's got form around the right horses and obviously learning to fly. A um, couple of lengths off that horse is, is excellent form coming into a race like this. Trolled very, very well with um, Godzilla on its inside. Godfather. Godfather on its inside. It's another fucking horse out of the same colours. Um, And just went straight past it, but then came back on the bridle in the trial, which I always love to see. So it looks like it's got a little bit left in the locker and still some improvement to come this prep. So that's the first bet. And just saving on that tumbling that Kieran Maher and Eustace have brought across um, from Melbourne. Really nice Ballarat maiden winner. It wasn't a whole lot on the clock, which is probably reflected in the price, but I'm happy to have a spec at the 12 bucks. It was held up checked off heels and had a really nice turn of foot so um happy to have something small on there with Saltair being the main bit
1: gonna have something on Saltair as well obviously that form as you mentioned learning to fly etc and then that nice trial um and then i'm gonna have something on the other trialer in that race which was godfather yep. i thought it was a very neat little trial didn't have to do a lot of work and obviously a little failure third up so back to the trials nice trial there and we get 13 dollars so you're gonna have something small there but Probably a non-betting race for me, Jacko. In
0: fairness, this is one where you sit back, try to assess the track pattern early. It's going to take you two or three races to get your eye in, but, you know, if you can pick a little bit up on the way, it's, oh. it's always handy.
1: He's T- talking about picking a little bit up. I actually have found a bet in this next one. Race two, it's over 1600 It's the Carbine Club. Um, one has come out of this race named Ossipenko. We'll move on. We'll move on. Um, yep. Glint of silver, $5, top of the market. Matcha latte, dollars Again, tip... Tiorane mm. is six dollars. The Fortune Teller is six fifty Wolverine is seven dollars. Um, next we've got Zoe's Promise, seven dollars 50 Cosmic Field is there at eleven dollars. Going on to the next one is Fall for Cindy, twelve dollars, Melody again twenty ones, and Dubai Flyer, one twenty six. I just wanna quickly say, <sighs> Ossipenko is going towards a Doncaster. You need this for therapy, mate.
0: Glint of silver goes <laughs> forward um, with Cosmic Field not too far away. Zoe's promised drawing the pole is going to roll forward, inject some more speed. I think Matcha um, coming back to the mile now. Change of trainers as well with Mark Newnham finally going over to Hong Kong, so good luck to yourself, Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, great trainer, just wasn't able to get the opportunities from an ownership standpoint that he thought he was... Um, deserved when he was over here so all the best over in Hong Kong I'm sure he's going to do very well
1: another trainer that we can't ever have on this podcast never for, for a variety of reasons
0: um, I wonder if he got it through customs oh. anyway Winter Qu- Qu- Silver goes forward Ned and it's the horse that I'm going to have an each way bet on I think $1.90 the place represents excellent value I know $1.90 is nothing to you know write home about but that horse going forward with that Zugotcha form coming in, and Zugotcha lines up in the market in the Doncaster later in the day. This horse stays at the mile, rolls forward, controls its own destiny here. There's not a whole lot of speed outside of it. It can either sit outside Zoe's Promise or press on and J Ford can even go and cross it. In either scenario, I think it runs top three here, and I'm happy to have a bet at the... You know, small win bet, but bigger bet on the place. And I
1: think we can just continue to build bank through this race. I'm finally going to have a bet. How exciting is that? Glint of silver <laughs> for me. And he took you one race. <laughs> it's gonna, it's, yeah, pretty crook, isn't it? Going to be missing the dogs at 10am. I won't be betting there, but I will be here. Glint of silver, nice little price for me. I think $5 is very, very handy. Yep. Um, A length behind Zoo Gotcha for me is just fantastic form. Mm. Tough as nails, this thing. Goes to the front, tries its heart out. In a race where I don't think there's a lot of depth, Machelada yep. is a non-winner and it's five fifty next lines. Yep. Wolverine seven dollars and you know the opinion I have of that cat. Yep. So I'm all over Glint of Silver. I Absolutely. think five dollars is over the odds. Yeah. Race three, 2,600 meters. How do you reckon you'd go running twenty six hundred these days? <laughs> Adelie, <Hadley. laughs> a oh,
0: oh, little bit of a story there. I know I've got a story on everything. You and our mate Harry mm-hmm. um, went on the Bay Run. We did a few months ago. So I got dragged into it this was before I really uh, you know came back off a spell and um, good mate, pick of grass yeah good pick of grass so I had a bit of sail on the back and carrying a bit around the midsection um, <laughs> Our mate Ag obviously came with us as well mm-hmm. We both unfit you and Harry fucking primed yep. yep. prime had the blinkers on everything yep. right a few trials a few waterhouse party favors everything right love them We're at mile, the kilometer two and a half three of the bay run. I look at my mate, hey, we're dying, we're gone. Like, we're paddling, we're going, where is the fucking finish line? I can't believe we're halfway through. Where's the spew bucket? Yep. What broke my heart even more than that, Ned, <laughs> is I look ahead to you and, and Harry just on a dog trot, right? Just trotting. A full blown conversation. A full blown conversation after three Ks into the bay run. Head dropped, mate. Head dropped, and I, and I boxed on for a distant fifth. <laughs> Was only four runners boxed on for a distant fifth. <laughs>
1: oh, that's good gas, mate.
0: That vet checks. Vet checks revealed no abnormalities.
1: No, <laughs> no just needed a beer. At twenty six hundred, it's the chairman's quality. And yeah, look. Interesting fact is Jackson couldn't run this out at the moment. Beno is top of the market. Seven dollars. Gin martini. Seven fifty. Nerve, not verve. Eight fifty. Stockman's there at nines with high emotion as well. Timor is eleven. Sacramento thirteens with surefire. Ragey Bull, $17. Normandy Bridge is 19s with Lebol. uh Torrens is 21s. Athabaskan is 23s. Asterix, 26. Pesto, 51. Tappies Lad, 91. And Zagalo is 126. What yes. bunch of names. Yeah. Well done, mate. Again,
0: Sacramento out wide goes forward. Waterhouse bot. Nerve, not verve. Also drawn wide out as well. Probably whips across mm-hmm. with it. They look like the first two in running. I think the other two that can boot up and shove it to speed as well. Gin Martini is absolutely airborne at at the moment probably sits in their girth probably you know third fourth in running hopefully one out, one back and torrens drawn the pole as well i think it's going to show a bit of speed at a big price gin Martini's is the one for me here ned mm. at around the eight nine dollar mark frosty sticks for this horse he didn't give it the best running transit second up over 1900 he left her three wide and the horse just kept pounding through the line and just held off the lassofoil who's obviously a horse that's just flying at the moment yeah. Was able to hold that horse off despite having that tough running transit. Now steps up to the 2,600 metres third up. If you can go, I think we're 14 to 19 or 16 to 19 from first and second up. 16 to 19 with no issues at all seeing three wides. So there's no reason it can't get this trip as well. Off what looks to be a soft speed. I think Sacramento just sort of, you know, stacks them up and then it's a sprint home from there. This horse just really, really wants the line. And I think Frosty's sticking on this horse here and maps very, very well to sit out just off the leader's back. It's a definite bet for me each way. I think the one that I need to save on is Timor, who's just airborne at the moment. I think I went off one too early when I went third up with that horse and just peaked on the run. Yep. Um, so unusual, won that race at Flemington two back, and then obviously came out and win at a better price, which they normally do from the Wallace Stable. So uh, <laughs> I'll learn my lesson from there and I'll back up here at $12. I'm
1: going to have something small on Mar and Eustace's horse here, high emotion. Um, Blinks are on third up, 2600 is absolutely no dramas for this horse. I thought second up. You look at it initially, and it says eighth of ten. It's actually finished two lengths off it off a really slow speed, and that just doesn't suit this horse. I think blinkers on twenty six hundred. There's a few ticks. I think ten dollars is a nice bet, but again, won't be going nuts.
0: Yeah. Well, last time you saw it with the blinkers on, on the hot speed. Obviously, Knights Order took off in the Melbourne Cup. Mm-hmm. High emotion was a career best. Yep. So, absolutely need to keep an eye on it. Two
1: thousand race four. We got the Adrian Knox, and this is again. Very, very Another great vintage Phillies race. Yep. Sequested is two thirty, favourites only had the four starts. We're putting a little picket fence together. Oudav is five fifty, premise seven dollars, hoops nine fifty, silvakia is fourteens, Medalsa is eighteens, Premiro eighteen dollars, Candy Love twenty ones with Arts at thirties as well as Whisker to Whisker. Mountain Guest is thirties as well and FaZe Angels is at the bottom with fucking big odds. Hoops and arts
0: both go forward. Hoops I- and arts. Hoops and arts. Medulsa is the one that I'm not too sure about. Now, they've drawn wide out. It's only its second race start, so I'm not too sure how aggressive they're going to be. They may just be inclined to take their medicine, but Tom Markwood's not that sort of rider. He goes forward and ejects his horses in, so there might be a conflict between jockey tactics and trainer tactics here. So we'll see what, who will win out. You would normally think Kieran Ma would have the old tap on the shoulder. Yeah, I think you'd have it sorted. Eudovie rolled forward. I think that's... I, I, I've gone O to V let's go O to V rolled forward and actually led its last start um, and was a good winner um, in provincial level sequestered another horse that can roll forward as well in Silvaki so there's plenty of horse um, speed in this race Ned Premise can even roll forward as well from that wider barrier so expect for 2000 there's going to be some good speed on it. it's all about who's got that fitness the one that I think does have the fitness unfortunately is drawn wide out is Premise mm. it's got the advantage of having that 1900 run last time out where it was pretty dominant at Gosford. The other horses are trying to step up from 15, 1600 up to that 2,000, which includes the favourite sequestered. It obviously looks like a nice progressive horse, but that's the disadvantage of coming up that 400 metres and you haven't been sighted up there before. It's a different pain barrier, especially with this speed on. So if Premise can potentially slot in and sit, say, fifth or sixth, either get the three-wide running trail or even slot in one off the fence, it's going to be a very, very good chance, in my opinion. The one that I want to save on as well is John Justin Siding. So I'm going the second widest, then widest barriers in this race, which is not normally my (laughs) go. That that type of race, though, but it's um, Medalsa, Kieran Ma taking it over with Markwin Book. So that's enough of a tip um, in itself. was a really nice winner um, in a maiden at Ararat. Really likely race. It's only its second start. So if it shows any level of improvement, it can be up to this.
1: I'm tipping order Uber Eats, it's that time of the day where I don't ever tip, so I'm, <laughs> I'm saying get a good feed in here and have a few beers, so rip in and we'll go straight to race five. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's a bit of a cop out, but I'm not going to tip if I don't like it. Absolutely not. Ten race card, you're not making cash if you bet in every race. Race number five, it's over 1400 and I've got to say, I I think I've raved about this before, but fuck, I'm a fan of these races, like... Mm. This race this year, the quality's not there. Like, it's just not a race with mass amounts of... Qu- well, there is quality, but the quality in country racing isn't always great. Yeah. That's probably what I'm more getting to. Oh, yeah. I think it's exciting, though, that they have these races where they come to the city. I yep. think it's great. Yep. They've obviously got the different versions of it. What's it called? The Kosciuszko as well. Yep. Um, in the winter and you, sort you, of And, you know, you get your chance for the,
0: for the country jocks like Jay, Jay McDonald to come and take the favourite rides in as well. It's always, uh, it's always good, good value. You know what I'm saying, though. It is a good no, issue it for is. These trainers. This the Kosciuszko, uh, The other I can't remember the name of the other race, but there's you know they'll bring them out each and every year. The new ones will come out. I think it's an excellent, excellent initiative.
1: Uh, it's over fourteen hundred. Uh, we've got Akasawa is five fifty top of the market with Toll Tol Bragger at five fifty. If I said that right, uh, Bianco Villano is six dollars. Kimberly Secrets eight fifty. Testator Silence nine dollars. Then Running Bear thirteens. I've been trying sixteen dollars. Our last cash, 18s. g has been there a few times. Uh, Sir Ravenelli is 20s. <laughs> Russell Crown is 31s. Bean Foggy, been there too. 35s. Casino Lord, 41s. Amatru Star is 46. Amicus Cure is 51s. Smooth Esprit, $51. Burana da is 51s. And I'm not going anymore. I was going to say, I didn't think you'd go through the whole. I didn't get, realize there were 22. Already. Jesus. 22 runners. Oh, well. Hit the rims, 200s anyway. There you go. Jeez, there's a few good names in this. Yeah, absolutely. Country, it makes sense. They're yeah, funny people. They are, mate. <laughs>
0: Tal... Tal br- <clears throat> what did you go with? Talbragger. Tal Bragger is the bet here for me, Ned. Uh, rolls forward. <laughs> I should just touch on the rest of the speed map before I get to the Don't too worry excited. about
1: the speed map if you don't want to, mate.
0: Well, it's going to be a nightmare because whatever I say, it's likely to just turn out chaotic on the weekend. They go nuts in they, these races. They're going to go berserk. j Max has got the task of 13 here on this horse, so he's got a bit of work to do to try and come across and sit second or third Um, it is a horse that's going to settle in the the front, say five or six, put it that way. But whether it's wide or not, is going to be the big issue for me. That's the concern. In saying that, the horse went from a 1,000 metres first up was a win to 1,400, which not a lot of horses can do, and we're still super strong at the end of that. So sticking to 1,400 here, third up, good sense of timing about this horse here. Had a great acceleration, just sat off the lead second up. And just, you know, checked off heels and had a really nice sort of 200-meter flash through the line. Mm-hmm. When you thought it was going to peak on the run, it really knuckled down and nailed that leader with massive gaps back to third. So, um, happy to sort of have a bet there at around the 5 $6 mark. The other one is Bianco Bellano. The horse is absolutely airborne over the last six, seven starts. Just yet to miss the top three. Just keeps racing well. Just puts itself thereabouts and I think can do something in this race, I know it's a massive field and you need to rely on a bit of luck from back in the field but if you can sit midfield and try and get that slingshot off the bend I think the wider parts of the track is where you want to be on Saturday so hopefully they can get to that wider part and and flash home but I think they're the top two in the market
1: Um, Look, very similar for me for the last race Again, I can't find a tip so I'm going to be riding Jacko for these few Um, The points you make for the James McDonald Mount do seem very good 13 would be my worry in a race where they go nuts. That's the only well, thing I'd be half worried about. That's where J-Mac earns his cash,
0: right? Because anybody... Yeah. I'm not saying anybody, but anybody can sit on Animo and sit three wide and just still win, just yeah. sit and steer. But this is where J-Mac makes his cash.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, race six, we've got the English size. It's over 1,400 metres. Always a really good race. Um, cylinders, $2.30, top of the market. V8 is five fifty. coming up from Melbourne. Brave Mead, six fifty. Don Corleone is $7.50. Empire of Japan is seventeen dollars. Maharaba is twenty dollars. Cafe Millennium is there at twenty six dollars as well. Uh, Butch Cassidy twenty one dollars. Bases Loaded twenty seven. militarize is forty ones. Disneck is eighty ones. Bold and Blazon one twenty six and Peer Pressure is one fifty.
0: Yeah, Brave Meat who led them in a canter at Mooney Valley uh, last Friday night was just enormous that day. He's mm-hmm. going to roll forward again. You think that's the plan with them? Bases Loaded. I know you've got an opinion of that. He's going to sit outside likely. Mahab has shown speed as well. And V8, I think Damien Lane takes his medicine from there and rolls back. Cylinder doesn't have to inject himself in this rate. He can just watch it unfold from that barrier. A lot of options there for J. Mark. I think he can just sit third or fourth and get every chance to win this. I just think the 230 is a bit short, Ned. It's very short. First, look at 1,400 metres. We don't know if the horse left his grand final on the slipper. It was an enormous run, only run down by Shinzo. But that's the obvious form reference coming in. He, he's well held Empire of Japan um, and also what's the other one in the China Horse Club fucking what's its name Don Corleone. Don Corleone sorry yep those couple I was looking for you to fucking throw me a lifeboat there mate
1: my bad all good there's no life jackets here
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's well held them um you know, in, in the slipper, and he was just getting stronger over the concluding stages, whereas the other two were just sort of fading on their run. Yes, they did have checkered passages in behind, but I just thought Cylinder's the one that puts him up on the speed and it's going to be hard to run down. Realistically, until I can get a better price for Cylinder, I'm not going to have a bet because two thirty is not enough for me to get involved. First look, 1400. Especially when you look at Mahaba, who's only beaten a length and a half from Shinzo the previous start. Mm. Similar margin to Cylinder in the slipper. And V8, who was an enormous run, um, up the straight at Flemington, quick and really well. Yep. Not a whole lot of substance in the times, but you just have to respect with Frosty coming aboard. And Calvin
1: McAvoy and Tony McAvoy don't bring horses over for a, a track gallop. Well, on that, I think he's a very nice chance. I think $6 is a good bet for V8. I think two starts already, he's got sort of an endless ceiling at the moment. We're not really sure, but the way that he's gone about his first two wins have been fantastic. Um, and then I'm going to have something on bases loaded who's around $27. I thought it was okay in behind Shinzo in that run just before the slipper. Um, They obviously went past the slipper and has always looked like sort of a 1,400-meter horse. So, Timmy Clark aboard the Gay and Adrian Galloper, $27. I'm going to have something each way. Looks like I will probably sit outside the leader, I would have thought. Race number seven. Forget about the Queen Elizabeth now. My word. The Queen
0: Elizabeth was the race last year. Mm. Absolutely forget about the Queen Elizabeth next week. This is the race of the carnival. I'm, mm. um,
1: yeah. The T J Smith. Do you need a minute, mate. You need. A mate, of this minutes. is just like when I open the app <laughs> on Wednesday, right? And because you, you look at the all in markets and you go, "Geez, how good would it be if all those horses went there?" They did, and then you open <laughs> it and they're all fucking there. It is so good. Um, it's just exceptional. So the T J Smith. It's always a massive race. It's always. It, it's it's probably. Top three sprint races we've got, top two. Absolutely. Do you think, um, because Swiss was nominated for this race and the Arrowfield next week, do you think Annabelle pulled the right rein? Where do you think he (laughs) finishes in this race? I don't think he does. (laughs) Still going around. Um, Look, 1,200 metres, TJ Smith. We've got Nature Strip in this field. who's won this race three humble times. In a row. In a row, looking for four. Giggy kick, top of the market, 440. Nature Strip, 550. Have you ever heard that? 550, Nature Strip? Not for a while. No in secret says six bucks this is unbelievable i wish i win $7.50 uh next line private eye $8 passive aggressive 12s marzu 14s lost and running 17s lofty strike 18s maria mia who just won a galaxy is 40s paul ailey 51 overpass as well shades of rose 70s rocketing by 80s and the big fella Shelby 66, Shelby, he's down there. Good
0: luck, Robbie. Good to see you on, uh, on Wednesday night, mate. It was a mm-hmm. fucking excellent night. He was up there performing as well. So oh, he should, mate. He's of, multi-talented. Man of many talents. Passive aggressive, nature strip, shades of rose. Lost and running probably takes medicine from the white barrier. Mazu to boot up from the inside. Overpass as well. If they step well, they're going to inject themselves into the race as well. It's just everywhere you look. But to your point previously, and I know we spoke about this before the podcast if there was Eduardo, if there were some of the other runners that um, are just super, super fast, you'd probably see a bit more speed in this. So mm. may not necessarily be an absolute handlebars down, let's go sort of first 400 metres, which brings a lot of the back markers into play, in my opinion, because that allows them to not be eight or nine lengths off them. They're only six lengths off them or five lengths off them, yeah. and they can angle out where they want to and not expend <laughs> energy doing so. I was just going to say, if that was Siri, mate, that uh, Giga Kick is going to romp them. Is Siri's giving us a tip? Righto, Siri, anyone else out there listening? Giga Kick may be the best on the card. It's $4.50. I know it's a super, super tough race, and you can look at it at a number of different angles, but this is the horse that still doesn't have a ceiling, which is the scary part about it. We know exactly where the rest of the field is at, Ned. Mm. You need to allow for Giga Kick to still improve, which is the most scary part about it. It's obviously the Everest winner over 1,200. It's closing sectionals over 1,000 metres, where we know it doesn't go well over 1,000 was absolutely enormous. And I know that's not the best form reference coming in, but it doesn't matter. You doesn't only matter. You just look at times of what a horse is actually capable of. He's got the best closing splits out of anything in this field and could improve on those splits further. Yeah, and you'd think he probably will. $4.50 is justified for me. I'd expect it to even potentially start shorter. Mm. You never know, though. With Nature Strip engaged, in secret as well, you could look at five or six runners and not be surprised if they win, which, yep. is, which is the crazy part about this. But give, Maybe give, more. Well... Yes, Giga Kick is the one, well, Marzu can't win, but uh, Giga Kick is the one for me, Ned. He's the one for me. He's on top clearly. Four dollars fifty, excellent price. I think we can make something out of that. What do we got for the place? Just for my curiosity? dollar
1: eighty-five. It's a bet, Ned. If you're there on on track and he's around four fifty to win, you could probably get your two dollars. It's a bet.
0: It's a bet. Absolutely. That's that's the smart play. Privatize the saver. You always save on this horse. Second in the Everest, he would just set an impossible task back on the rails in the new market. First up as well that day. He's going to take massive improvement because they went super fast that day and he was a little bit knocked up. He's coming in rock hard fit to this and he's the he's the enormous danger at $8.
1: I'm with you, brother. Giga kick, kick, kick. I think it's a really, really good bet. I think just been set to peak for this run. 1,200 metres, there's a, enough sort of race shape around for this horse to be suited. Zach Purton's the biggest tick you've ever seen. Like, adds a length, maybe a length and a half. Mm. Um, how, how does he How does
0: he ride Giga Kick? Does he go the Artorius route where he's weaving through? No. Nah. Or he checks off heels and just go, you know what? I'm on the best horse. I'm going to sit three four, three, four wide trail and just sweep home.
1: I don't think Giga Kick's that like, real get your hands dirty type horse. I think you just get him out wide and let him do his thing. That's yeah. my opinion. Artorius has that feel a bit like he wants it rough sort of thing. Mm. I know that sounds so strange, mm. but I'm a strange cat. Sounds kinky. Giga Kick for me, 440. It's, it's 350 out to 440, so I think... I'll be surprised if it starts bigger than four forty, four sixty. Um, gonna have something there. I know you don't have any opinion of this bloke anymore, but I think mazu has been going better than it, it seems. I love him, then. I know you love him, but you just don't think he's up to these, and that's fair. But I thought he was a really good run in the new market, and think fourteen dollars is over the odds. Lofty Strike. You oh. could have something on it. Like, it's run second in Newmarket and was fantastic. It's just a severely underrated trainer, yep. horse, jockey. Yep. The whole thing is just underrated, and that's why we get the price. <sighs> you could tip, a, tip. Oh, like we Ned, we haven't even mentioned the second and third Alex in the market. Can we here. talk about them?
0: Okay, Nature Strip, right? I sat there after his first up run in the Lightning, and I said, it's too early to say that he's done. I know he's a nine-year-old. He's he eight or nine? Eight, he's eight, right? I know he's getting up there. He's been a great horse in the past. He's looking for four on the trot here. You can't discount him. And then I watched the trials. There wasn't enough substance in the time for me to say that he's rebounded off that enough to come back and win this race. I'm not saying he's hopeless. Mm. I'm just saying is he a five-six dollar chance in this field? He's not. He's not. The horses he was beaten by up the straight. Cool and it doesn't turn up here along with the other horses, including September Run that didn't beat him, that beat him home that day. Yeah. September run starts thirty to one here, Ned. Maybe bigger. So you know, he's not a five to six dollars chance. If it's $10, $11, bucks, we're having a different conversation. But there just wasn't enough in the trials to say that he's going to rebound back to where he is, you know, in
1: that level to to take out this race like he has in the past. Let's. They couldn't give us tens. Let's be honest. They could. There's no way the bookies could have given us ten dollars for this horse. And I'm not betting. Yeah. No. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying they've done. They've got him at a price that's attractive for a lot of people probably still, but also for people that are sort of having a bit of a closer eye on the game, it's unders. It's, mm. It really squids unders. Like, mm. I couldn't take 210 the place at the moment. Let's chat in secret. Mm. This horse... It's the headache. I, I made a strange comment earlier, but I think it's, I think it's warranted. It's the migraine, this horse. This horse is a very, very similar profile to a horse called Bivou- Bivouac. Who is one of the best Godolphin horses of the last five six years? Like yep. genuine superstar. Yep. In terms of the new market win, Bivouac did that, beating all the older horses. Golden Rose, obviously, fantastic run in that. It's exactly what Bivouac did. Shapes up as a really really similar profile. We get six dollars. The question marks are weight. Mm-hmm. So weight for age three year old fillies aren't well in. They just they just don't get treated very well at weight for age level. No when she goes from 51 kilos in a new market to giving really what she's got, four or five kilos off danger strip in this. In, in a, in a um, handicap race, she gets 10 off it.
0: Yep, absolutely. So Well, she carried 51 and a half in that new market. Yeah. It's the big challenge now to rise three kilos in weight. And I'm not, you know, I'm not a weight man. I go off times in ability, raw ability, because six 600 kilos animals and we're talking about three kilo weight swings at yeah. the end of the day. But I think it's a challenge here for her. Number one, the wide barrier, difficult. She found that best part of the track and still put them away at the, in the new market with some fancy runners in behind. You know, Private Eye, Mazu, I Wish I Win are all there. She's beaten them fair and square. Yep. Giga Kick is the X Factor, Ned. Yeah. Because In Secret hasn't run into to that horse yet and she dodged wasn't able to get into the Evers for whatever reason. Giga Kick is the X factor because that's the horse that in secret hasn't come up against yet and oh. hasn't had the chance to prove it. It's a, it's a mouth-watering contest. It's so, so exciting. I know which horse I'm going to be on and I'm hoping I'm making some cash. I'm having a, a monstrous bet on the place for Gigakick. $1.85, $1. ninety. If you get two bucks on the weekend, it's a monstrous place bet.
1: Yep. Seriously. Multi it with the glint of silver place bet. Oh. There's a little tip for you.
0: And I think on in Secret as well, just the last thing to touch on this race because it's such a super race. Yep. She's had the three runs back already. So is there improvement third to fourth up? Mm. You know there's improvement second, of, uh, first to second up with Giga Kick. Is there any improvement to come with Secret this
1: prep? We didn't even mention I wish I win. How crook is that? All, um, like, all age stakes,
0: all in betting. Now, do it now. I don't know who's got his tab. Tab got it open. Sports bet. Anyone so, got? Do
1: you want me to have a look? Well, it'll be in two we'll weeks' time. Fourteen hundred meters. Let's have a look. Good night. We're going to make cash. <laughs> the all-aged. I wish I win six dollars now. Pull the trigger. Do it now. He says. The man has spoken. The future's man. <laughs> anyway, the Derby. Doncaster will do first. Uh, it's race <laughs> eight. Sixteen hundred meters. We got Mister Brightside again. Unbelievable field. This is one of the better Doncasters I've seen in the last few years, quality-wise. Mr. Brightside, off his All-Star Mile win, fine Zach Pertin and 55.5 kegs, $6. Fangirl, $9, Zugotcha, $9.50. Alligator Blood is 10s. Converge, 11 Protagonist is as well. Ossipenko, $13, Golden Mile is $18, with Communist at nineteens. Duke De DeCessa is twenty threes. dollars Bandersnatch, 23s. and Lindemann. Hope in your heart, 27s. Gentleman Roy, the big fella, three thirty four dollars Going global, overseas horse, 35s with Nugget. Cepheus is 46, Mustang Valley, 67. Lions Rory is 71s. <sighs> My Oberon, $81. Pride of Jenny, 81s. Banker's Choice is 101s. And Diamond is 126. In a group one, I always do them all. Yes,
0: yes, absolutely. is. Gentleman Roy <laughs> goes forward here, Ned. Uh, protagonist was a very good winner last time out. Rolls forward as well. Ally love. We know what they're doing. Pride of Jenny, if they get a run, massive impact on the speed maps. Huge. She, she went absolutely berserk last time, and they're probably going to do the same thing here. If they get a run, I know she's third emergency, but or fourth emergency. One's already come out, so she's now third. If there's any more scratchings, she could bust this field wide open and roll forward from that wide barrier. And
1: how tough is she?
0: Yeah, she's she's a very honest horse. She's probably not up to this level, but just a massive impact on the speed maps. Lindemann goes forward as well. We obviously know what he did um, last time out. Staying at the 1600, um, dropping back. Zo puts herself on speed as well. She's just a superstar 3 year old Snatch was a good winner last time as well, probably deserving of a throw at the stumps. Converge, just speed everywhere, Ned. Yeah. Speed across the page. So you want to be a horse that really gets the mile. If you're a little bit short fitness-wise or a bit of vulnerability at the mile, you're probably in a bit of trouble. The Randwick mile already is a tough, tough, yeah, course you're in your a bit run. of trouble if you're not handling uh, this sort of race shape. Mister Brightside Ned is probably the starting point for me. The All Star Mile winner last time out, a tip by ourselves at seven fifty or seven dollars, whatever the fuck it was. Clean up. He's just a superstar horse, and he's come of age this prep. He was always thereabouts, and obviously defending his crown. But he carried I can't remember what he carried last year fifty and a half or fifty one. Yeah. Willow Roady Matt. He comes here, now has to carry, uh, you know, the 55.5 up there in the weights now. I still
1: don't think it's massive weights like No, him. It's, not,
0: it's not huge. It's not huge, but we saw the weight till the difference last year with I'm Thunderstruck and yeah. RIP to the big fella we should mention. And um, obviously a heartbreak for him and, and yeah. the whole connections involved, but a great ride to be on for that horse. So we all loved him and um, just part of our sport, unfortunately, this type of thing. Back to the race though, look, Mr. Brightside, Carrying the fifty-five and a half, it's not a massive disadvantage, but it might just tell the last fifty to one hundred meters, mm. just in case that he's left his grand final two weeks ago in the All Star Mile, yep. which you'd think would be understandable because they weren't always coming here. Mm. It's a sort of a, a little bit of a throw at the stumps and a bit of a, a bit of a cash grab after that. Fangirl drawn off the off the map. There, she's, she's out in uh, she's back at Rose Hill, back for Golden Slipper day. She really is, isn't she? She's is off the map. If they can try and settle say midfield and don't get back to last she is an enormous chance yep. the only horse to beat her this prep is Animo yep. like she's been absolutely airborne this prep doing everything right this has been the target for Waller her fourth up uh, stats she won the Storm Queen last prep and another big race before that I can't remember the name of the, the previous race fourth up but she's this has been the target the whole time for Waller and we know Waller just builds them through the prep he probably knew that Animo was going to be in those races and they weren't really going after first prize cash this is where they are. Unfortunately, they've drawn off the tracks. So there has to be a bit of work to be done from there. Doe Moreira aboard. The Magic Man. It's pretty cool. Back, it's cool la- in. The last man to get uh, Winks beat mm. before she went 33 on the
1: trot. <laughs> no, not a great stat, is it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but he may be the answer on the Magic Man to Fern Girl, so he's got a bit of magic hands. Hopefully, they can get that three wide trail, sit midfield. If you're 15 lengths off them, don't worry about it. You just, just have another bend in the field, so, yeah. but Fangirl is the one for me, Ned. The one that I need to save on is this going, going global uh, for Waller. The other Waller runner, I think it's forty to one thirty-five. Forties, yeah. Like Group One placed, Group Two winner over in USA. I think it's five of seven first up. Like distance record is is unbelievable. Like nice quiet trial on a wet deck the other day. Didn't do much, but that's Wallace trial, isn't it? It just yep. keeps them just a little bit of fitness and comes in with a little bit of the tank first up so that's the horse that scares me quite a bit at the 40 to 1 definitely having something on duke de was a really nice trial as well at 26 to 1 as
1: well that's the other one i'm going to be saving on um, fangirl was my sort of toppish pick based not based on barriers and race shape i thought she was absolutely prime for this but i'm just worried about where she's going to get to in the run Joey Marrera is coming here for a ride. He's not going to be mucking around too much, so I assume he'll be giving her a peach. Um, I think she's a very, very good chance, and she's in some serious form this preparation. The next one is Protagonist. Now, 50 kilos, Benny Thompson aboard. I thought this was a super win beating Zayrak first up. There wasn't a ton of expectation first up. Comes here, attacks the race. I think w- William Haggis is sort of a strange trainer when he brings horses over here. He seems to just find a way to get winners mm. I'm thinking this horse is going to be a really big chance and he's $11 with the lightweight and Ossipenko as well $49 bucks. I've got a stat for you the last three group one winners Chris Waller's 49
0: had $49 or 49 kegs 49 kegs did I say that you said $49 bucks. I, I wish you was $49 dollars i 49 be bucks. in my bet
1: anyway <laughs> 49 kilos 13 bucks. Um Michael D's ridden Chris Waller's last three group one winners mm. he's on board Ossipenko here and I think $13 Seems a pretty appealing price for me in this race. So yep. there's winners everywhere in this race. I reckon you could tip... You could probably tip 10 horses in this race. And yep. I wouldn't I wouldn't cross my... I wouldn't be... Yep. Well, it's
0: almost similar to the TJ, just on a bigger scale with a bigger field, isn't it? Yep. And that's the difficulty of coming in. Uh, you need the right run in transit this weekend. And if there's a pattern and you pick it up, obviously the prices will change them. But that's when you really start to taper your bet if you are still betting at this stage.
1: Race 9 is the final of the Group 1s, and it's over 2,400 metres. It's the Australian Derby. Sharp and Smart, the um, uh, runner-up in the Derby down south, $3.50. He's been winning derbies everywhere, though. New Zealand, you name know I mean? it. He just well, keeps on winning this thing. Yep. Three fifty. Pericles is $4.00. Mark Twain is $8.50. Japanese Emperor, $13.00. Manzoi is $14.00. Elliptical, $16.00. Tro- Stroke of Luck is $18.00 with Andalus. Full of sincerity. Twenty one dollars. Williamsburg is thirty fours with Suzuro at thirty fours as well. Virtuous Circle thirty five s. Tappily Doodaloo is fifty one dollars with Major Beal and Domingo. Cheval Savant is eighty one s. High approach hundred and ones. And Twigman is one five one. Sue Zero drawn towards the inside.
0: Probably leads with Major Beal to come sit outside. Those two probably pair off and control this with Pericles not too far away. Elliptical needs to lead well. He's sort of been slow away in the past, so he needs to lead well to be thereabouts and use that inside barrier. And I think Sharp and Smart has to roll forward and try and maybe sit outside Major Bill or just in behind them, I should say, and be not too far away because if they get back and take their medicine, he's not a horse with a massive turn of foot. He's more of a grinder. He puts himself on speed, gets himself to the front, and you've got to run the fucker down. Mm. He's just a beast of a horse. So So strong. But that's a horse you want to trust, right? A horse that puts himself on speed... And I mentioned at the top of the podcast, I'm coming around to jockeys. Huey's on. So, mate, this might be a chance. This might be a chance. And I might be heading out apologies next week like I am to Mel. So, (laughs) so, Sharp and Smart on top for me, Ned. I think it's a good price. It's a fair price. The two that came across with him out of that New Zealand race were Andalus and also Mark Twain. Both dangers in my books because if you're going to take Sharp and Smart's form, you have to take the other two as well. Mark Twain was absolutely rattling home. They've kept it hard in the market, though. I would have liked to see a bigger price, but it's around the $9, 10 mark at the moment. So maybe I want to see 12 bucks, 13 before I get involved there, but Andalus, definite danger. Virtuous circle net. Mm. 36 to 1. Mm. Absolutely no luck. Blake McDougall was supposed to ride last uh, two weeks ago. No, it was last week in the Australian Cup. Um, he had a 4 the at Bendigo, I believe, on the Friday. We then get Daniel Moore. Unfortunately, Daniel Moore, nothing went right and transpired the way they wanted to in that race. He just got caught up behind runners, didn't leave well again, and was just cluttered up behind them. Never got any luck. He started 20, 20 to 1, you know, 25 to 1 in that race. You now get 36 to 1 coming back to three-year-old level, up to
1: 2,400.
0: Mm. You serious? No. Come on. <laughs> if they can settle out the back, find that three-wide trail, get on the back of the right horse, which I think is man's voice. He'll just tie into the race. Look out. We've got Brett Preble on now. Watch out for this horse to come flash home at 35 to 1. It's got an enormous engine underneath the hood. If they're making up ground on Saturday, this is the absolute blowout. Could be my biggest result of the year, Ned.
1: I like a tip at 35s. How good's that? Um, Sharp and smart. I actually think he's over the odds at $354. I think like for a horse that is just proven at the distance time and time again, proven toughness, they bring him here. He is a genuine bet, this horse. So... I dare say he'll be starting shorter than 350. I think they'll probably come for him when there's question marks around Pericles and actually getting 2400. I think he's brilliant at 2000. Mm. I don't know if he'll be able to be as brilliant when it gets a little bit more stretched out. Yeah, sharp and smart for me. Really good bet, and I have to have something on the my old mate Manzois. Uh, fourteen dollars. Blinkers on, similar preparation to his Derby Assault last year when he ended up winning the Victoria Derby. They put the blinkers on here. He hasn't probably been as good in his preparation leading into this, but hasn't found those those really quick speeds. It's been off slow speeds his first two runs. So, Mickey D, Walla, who knows? Um, final race we're going to cover is race 10. It's over 1,200 metres. We've got the China Horse Club PJ, PJ Bell Stakes Got a short one, 240 Opal Ridge. Parasail is $6, Magic Time, $750. Lady Laguna, $13. Russian Conquest is $15 with Dashing Legend, as well as Ohio. It Had to Be You is $21. Sumatra, thirty ones with Portray. Avebury is $46 with Mumbai Jewel at $46 as well. Serena Sophia is 51s. and We've got a couple more down the bottom there at 100s. Magic time to go forward.
0: Lady Laguna for Nishim has drawn the pole. They're going to inject speed and, and make this an even tempo. Portrait drawn out probably goes forward as well with Parasol not too far away. Avery Seven Sisters and Dashing Legend are probably the other two or three that um, come and inject some speed and make that leading pack. We talked about the whole day, Ned. Mm. Wide fields, tough to find a winner. <sighs> $6 the field, $5 the field. Cigar in the mouth. Mixed mixed form lines, country <laughs> horses, two-year-olds, horses that haven't been at the trip before, New Zealand form, American form, <laughs> whatever the fuck you can fucking find. Opal Ridge, oh, de- Declaration. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Declaration, Ned. This is the best on the card. I mentioned Giga Kick I'm very bullish about. This is the best on the card. Beat some very, very handy horses first up, including my own. That horse has got a bit of an opinion around it, so it's beaten some smart ones coming in. I know it's three from three first up, but the horse just absolutely flies at this trip. Got back to last first up and just weaved through the passage of the field. Awesome ride by Tyler Schiller, and she won easily in the end. It was two lengths, length and a half in the end, and she had more in the tank. She really was just going through the gears, expecting sharp improvement second up. There's nothing that really concerns me outside of this field. Ned, the only thing that concerns me is the running transit that she's going to get. Because if she misses the kick again, she's back to last. It's yep. it's a problem, right? But if not, as she could settle midfield and get that three wide trail. Because you want to be out the wider parts of the track last race of the day with a bit of wear and tear. Yeah, that's where you want to be. Sheila, just keep her out of trouble. You know, as long as she's six seven lengths off than
1: turning. Good night. Good night. This is the best on the simple. card. Yeah, it's simple. Opal Ridge could be getting us out of a hole could be the cherry on top who knows but yeah I'm with Oprah Ridge as well Yeah, obviously get no massive favours with 240 but I think it's fine they'll come for this thing mate now just bet now just, <laughs> just bet, get on just bet now man. wow end of the a 10 race card we have 4 or 5 group ones heaps of group racing everywhere for the day 1 of the championships obviously next weekend we've got day 2 I know I'll be heading out there next weekend you'll put the week off footy you'll be similar um be up there in the winter store, mate. Now Opal Ridge is the last on the card. Mm-hmm. But is there an opportunity in case something <laughs> goes amiss there? <laughs> Let me think. What could there be? There got there's got to be an opportunity because we we never want to just completely chips down, that's it. Nah, we're done. Cue in the rack. Fold the cards. Nah, we want to give you something else. And that's what we do here. We always give opportunities. Jackson. Give the punters an opportunity. Best Western is back, Ned. Welcome back. Yeah,
0: declared it on the weekend. Thank Logged. God. Did it easy. Pardum, him, straight to the front. Mm. Got caught wide. He goes, you know what? I'm fucking leading. As he should have done. So it should. Too good. 260, 270 in the end. Favourite was 210. Come outside it. Died in the arse. See you later. Bye. Couple of lengths in the end. Best Western gets the cash. Going back to back here, Ned. Couple of weeks back, you'd recall a horse called Top of the Pops. <laughs> 1,000 metres. I love that. First up.
1: You'll recall this, mate. You? You,
0: will, you will recall it. i recall it because oh, I think about it before I go to bed the last <laughs> fortnight. Unfortunately, pardon, um, he's since come back into the good book since, but unfortunately two weeks ago he had this horse on the uh, Western distributor mm-hmm. um, over at Ascot. Over a 1,000 metres first up. Absolutely given no hope. This week it's up to 1,200. 3 of 3, unbeaten. Gets to gate 4. So you can't be 6 wide from gate 4, surely. You'd hope so. I said the same thing last week. So hopefully he's not six wide from gate four and just tacks onto this lead pack here. Comes in to meet a very modest field here. The horse I refer to is race five. So I'm not going as early on, but a little bit earlier than last week. So I don't know if that's a concern. What, what or not.
1: time is it? Five fifty five.
0: Five fifty five, that'll do, mate. That'll, because, that's perfect. Because Rose Hill and uh, I don't think anyone's betting at Bendigo. Five fifty is the last in Sydney. That's what you want, mate. Like go I back say to back. Fucking Panel or Birds of Tokyo, whoever's, whoever's on at the on Saturday at uh, Week, if you think <laughs> they're actually on there, Panel's on. So Panel have just started, and you're going, you're going, what the fuck's going on here? There's people with masks on and shit, and you're just wandering past them, going to the track, go and find your Uber, taxi, whatever, Best Western, straight away, bang bang. This is race five, five fifty-five, as you said, Ned. Mm, He's he he number fives. number four. Oh, I
1: thought you were going to say number
0: five <laughs> from gate five. <laughs> Top of the pops, three dollars. Chris Parnham on the horse absolutely flies second up, flies over the trip. Had no luck at all first up over the thousand. It will bounce back. The only reason we're getting three dollars is because of the tough run transit first time. So okay. you forgive a good, you forgive a good horse for one bad run, and yeah. that's what I'm doing here. We'll get the cash here, Ned. We'll go back to back with the Best Western
1: race five five fifty five number four gate four (laughs) three dollars get on look if you are having a a bet this weekend obviously rip in (laughs) we we gamble responsibly but rip in like have a bit of fun with it this is what it's all about if you like a punt this is the weekend for it we've got ten races we've covered so hopefully we've given you a couple of winners if you've just enjoyed listening to the dulcet tones of the boys as a simple thing and you don't even like punting I hope you've enjoyed it the baritone um have a really good weekend, everyone. Thanks for listening in, Jackson, brother. Been a pleasure.
0: Nine, da- eight days, eight days. Arrowfield Stakes. What you need aft cabin, anything in the top of the market. Hope you blacks travel well across because our boy is ready. Seventeen dollars at the moment. Swiss might be twenties elsewhere. Our boy is ready. Mm-hmm. Second up. You better hope that the first two in the market are ready to go because we are ready. Good luck, punters. Yeah. Thanks, guys.